And what the hell everything for April 21st, 2021. Coming up, uh, we're going to listen to an AI version of Nirvana. I'm sure it's going to be hilariously terrible. Uh, T-Rex was slow as fuck. A Yellowstone grizzly attack. Uh, why Genghis Khan was good for the planet. Got a new 420 break. Uh, all coming up. What the hell everything. What the hell everything? And welcome to What the Hell Everything. My name is Smitty, and uh, thanks for joining me for the podcast uh, today. I was going to do something fun for yesterday's podcast, which was the 420 podcast. Uh, I was like, oh, man, do I do it like a... I, I keep saying I'm going to. Shout out to Allie Barber, uh, my barber, at Jude's Barbershop in Traverse City. Uh, she is in agreement uh, that I should... Uh, test out or do my first water bog on the podcast live and I'm going to it's just a matter of planning like I don't know if I want to spend money on a water bog I don't know if I want to share anybody else's water bog especially during COVID times I don't know how this is going to go but I'm going to do it at some point Uh, so I was going to do something fun for 420 uh, yesterday I said uh, maybe I'll do a live 420 break that I uh, write out or something like that's my commentary do I do that live something anyway I was like wait a minute 420. I don't want to do anything. I'm unemployed. I'm technically uh, not unemployed. I'm, uh, I have a gig. It's just not open yet. Shout out Fresh Coast Beer Works in Traverse City opening soon. All the people at Fresh Coast are doing awesome things right now, getting that place ready to go. I'm probably not uh, there <laughs> as much as I should be. Uh, but December and Chuck and Aaron and Pat and Brad and Craig and everybody uh, uh, helping out uh, Fresh Coast Beer Works, getting that ready to open. Can't wait to get that going. That being said, uh, unemployed, essentially, on 420. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. We're going to get fucking ripped, <laughs> put on the ultimate 420 playlist on the headphones, and sit down here with the lights off, with the, the glow of the Smith hole sign, and watch moving art. <laughs> moving art on Netflix. It's basically, essentially, just like drone footage of uh, like nature documentaries. That's all it is, is nature documentaries with no narration, uh, with its own music. But I put on my, uh, like, Caius or Black Sabbath or Pink Floyd or you name it, Church of the Cosmic Skull. And uh, it's almost like (laughs) you get ripped and do that. And it's like all of those songs have, like, their own. It's like those are their own music videos. And that's my favorite pastime. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm going to do this all day. Watch all three seasons of Moving Art on Netflix. And that's what I did. It was pretty fantastic. Oh, my God, the phone's ringing. What the hell, everything? Who's this? It's Heidi. Heidi, silver-haired fox. I'm glad to hear from you. How are you? Hi, I'm fantastic. What uh, What's your day shaping up like? Mm, I'm so excited for a Zoom call. Now, which I'm. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not a what the hell. Everything Zoom call. No, <laughs> I know you hate the Zoom calls, baby. I've been zooming before people even knew what that was. So, I love the Zoom calls because I get to see people's faces close up without masks, and it's cool and safe. <laughs> I tell you what, it is. Uh, it is uh, really handy when you're trying to do a podcast. It's so super handy. I'm using Zoom right now for the live recording into the uh, Patreon page, which you're watching on, and I appreciate it. Right. Well, you're welcome. I found one little um, tiny breakdown just now as I went to call you from my phone. A tiny breakdown. While walking. Yeah, a little tiny breakdown. 
I can't watch you and call you at the same time. Well, that's, you know, that, that's, it's the same as the radio, because when you call in on the radio station, you right. turn the radio down. It's the same thing. Right. It's same, just different. Yeah. Yeah. But it's same, but different. 100%. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I appreciate, honestly, I appreciate you, Heidi. Uh, I appreciate you, uh, 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 supporting my very first patron. Now, look, I'm going to talk about the Patreon page a little bit, uh, because, uh, I was going to bring it up on the podcast anyway. Now that I have you on the phone, it's, it's great. Uh, if there's any issues yeah. with the Patreon page, cause I know Heidi had a few, uh, let me know. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, I'm working through these bugs the same as like a lot of people. I'm not great with technology, so I have to take baby steps and learn baby steps. So uh, if there are issues, uh, let me know, but I can't believe I have seven patrons now. Like mo- they're all my friends, hundred percent. Uh, uh, I would say that Heidi, you're the only one that I haven't really uh, talked to on a personal level outside of like radio very often. You're the, you're but you're in you're in that status now of like friends, you know? <laughs> Dude, the debt of gratitude I have probably won't ever be balanced in our lifetime. So, you know, the the endorphins that you have delivered to me, um, you know, like just driving and pounding my hand on the steering wheel type of activity, uh, mundane things like going to the grocery store and you make it feel like a freaking outing party. Uh, I, I will always flag that it- you help me build my daughter's lifetime music library which by the way when i mentioned that to her recently she said that her her rock list that she has i think on the spotify uh is 24 hours long smitty yeah yeah she's she's just about to turn 21 so you know that's a win in my book and i'll take it i don't know if you can relate it because of your cat like with lemmy i don't know if there's like one thing you want lemmy to have in his life like one thing you wish he would either have or learn or know how to do and if i were the one to be able to teach him to do that you would be forever indebted to me so i don't know how else you can relate but from a mama's point of view um that she has music in her life to that degree that she knows how to tap into the music on Amazing days, horrible days, while she's freaking cleaning her house. I don't even know. Like, it's the depth of that from a mama's point of view. Yeah. Um, um, it just cannot be, it cannot be balanced. We're just going to have to let it be that way because it is so. I got to tell you right now, uh, I love anytime I can help people raise their children, right? Too, uh, I will say that all I want for Lemmy, he already has, which is a permanent mental edge over the dog that he lives with. Uh, <laughs> that's all I ask yeah. for him. He just, I just want him to own that dog. That's it. Uh, also, uh, I forgot what else I was going to say, but hey, whatever. Uh, Heidi? It was beautifully yeah. uh, beautiful that you called me on this uh, fine, fine, lovely, chilly uh, post four twenty day. If you ever put me in the Smith hole like you did with Dave Runyon, and yeah. and and leave me alone to go pee two times like you did with Dave Runyon, yeah, I guarantee you I'm filling the dead air. 
<laughs> uh, I will let him know uh, that he was being watched that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, pro- and that's a promise, not a threat yeah. from me, buddy. It'll be hey, so much fun. That's one of the uh, the bonuses of Patreon. Heidi, real quick, uh, talk about, since I got you on, talk about uh, uh, your website, what you do on your website. Uh, I know I've seen it, but I don't know how to describe it. Well, um, I'm one of the lucky ones. Uh, I get to play and call it work. I get to be in my zone and have people pay me money because uh, people can usually write a decent sentence. That's not the issue here. What it is is uh, my special sauce lives in the listening to their clients or their favorite people. So, yep, I do website copy i do this thing called ghost blogging nice which is for people who care about their seo results but they don't have time to blog so they freaking call me and we bounce a couple drafts and it goes like that I see. my favorite thing in the whole wide world is to talk to you about three maybe five up to ten depending on the size of the business of like your perfect people okay because there's a message that you want to get out there in a particular format you might not be familiar with all the different formats because website copy isn't the same as the press release. Oh, yeah. which way? It's my that's my tier one level of service because I used to be a newspaper editor and people don't know how to write or deliver a press release to save their freaking ass. Anyway, that's one of the reasons why I quit and started my business 16 years ago. But what I really love to do is talk to your people, like like a handful of them, and you'd okay the questions that i'd ask them and you'd let them know that i'm coming into their space yeah to talk to them for like 10 or 15 minutes and then what we do is we weave in all the words that they freaking use because yeah. that's the words that they that will resonate with them and that they'll also ps be searching for oh anyway, i it's, so shut up it's like playing in the mud okay covid it's been both a, a hit business-wise and a blessing because here's why. Since it is, I have a couple books in the works. Really? And, um, yeah, one is business-related, one is totally personal. Uh, and that Zoom call that I was talking about at the top of calling you has to do with, remember the books that were the chicken soup for the soul books? Yeah. Jack yeah, the, the chicken soup for the soul books. I remember those. Yes. Right. So there's this lady that I found through networking who's connected to the Jack Canfield who's going to write a foreword for a book called On Joy. It's the book On Joy. And I've been invited to participate and write a freaking chapter. Wow. That's pretty awesome. I I think that's I know, uh, a, really cool and impressive. My My chapter is The Down and Dirty. It's written for people like you. All right. Um You'll have to jaded. you'll have to tell me where to find that when uh, when it when it's available. Yeah, right, right. Not coming until September. We got a little minute, but it's for my chapters for the jaded among us. I, <laughs> uh, I is there such a thing as being a positively jaded person? Because I can be positive yes, and jaded I, at the same time. I am one, which is probably why we're such great friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's cool, man. It's all good. It's just, you know, loving the ride. I, I, I am so excited and thrilled for you because uh, adventure is good. 
uh, being true to yourself will make you healthier than boxing those new punching bags, taking a pass on meat and or beer, even if it's just for a little bit. So bravo, kudos, um, rock on with your bad self, man. This thing is happening. I feel it. Wow. You really, uh, you really uh, became a guest of the week right there. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know you were a guest, but now you're a guest. I mean, you, you were just a guest. Uh, <laughs> Heidi, you're awesome. Right? And I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you as well, man. Thanks for doing what you do. You really, um, you've enhanced the quality of my life greatly. Well, back at you. Ditto. All right. You, okay. You have a wonderful, uh, wonderful afternoon and a wonderful morning, the rest of your morning. And so I shall. Thanks right. for being there. Take it easy, Heidi. All right. Uh, I saw this story and it's hilarious. Why Genghis Khan was good for the planet. It's from the Guardian website, theguardian.com. And, you know, they say that his Mongol armies were responsible for the massacre for, like, 40 million people, like, a lot of people. But they <laughs> how green uh, of an eco-warrior is he was, according to a study by the Carnegie Institution's Department of Global Energy, uh, concluded that the 13th Central Mongol leader's bloody advance uh, laid waste to vast swaths of territory and wiping out entire civilizations en route may have scrubbed 70, 700, is it metric tons? I think that's how that is. Uh, 700 metric tons of carbon from the atmosphere, roughly the quantity of carbon dioxide generated in a year through blah. Would people fucking shut the fuck up about living things being a problem uh, for greenhouse gases? Like, that's a bit much. There can't be, is there more life forms on Earth now than there ever has been? I mean, what is there, uh, 7 billion people, close to 8 billion people at this point? I mean, I don't know how many, uh, were there way more dinosaurs than people? I mean, it. the very idea that we have to blame ourselves for being alive for global, like, I'm not, not, I'm not an advocate or, a, uh, 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 what's the opposite of advocate for fucking global warming? If I'm one of those, I'm not one of those, but you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, the very idea that we are responsible just for being alive, for ruining the environment uh, is a bit much. All right. All right, I don't know uh, who came up with this. All I know that it is AI Nirvana. I uh, know it's probably going to be terrible, but it might be hilarious, and it might sound what Nirvana might sound like. I don't know if you know how this works. Uh, somebody tells, hey, AI, however they do it, algorithms or codes or whatever, and they say, hey, write a song that sounds like Nirvana. AI listens to a bunch of Nirvana songs, and then like a fucking computer uh, comes up with Nirvana song, a Nirvana song called Drowned in the Sun. Don't have my old man glasses on. Drowned in the Sun. Uh, new AI Nirvana song. Sounds like it could be a Kurt Cobain intro. Oh, yeah. Usually they don't do any words. They just do, like, phonetic sounds. And it's off-putting.
What are those supposed to be words? Funny if like you two. Fuck this, by the way. Fuck up, AI. Kill it. Uh, what if YouTube pulled that because it sounded too much like Nirvana? Uh, that'd be funny. But that was horrible. And uh, but I felt like we had to get that out of the way. Man, I was uh, have said several times now. You've heard me talk about the five-year plan, which ends technically not ended. Uh, with me moving to Montana and doing whatever. And I could be doing the podcast. I could be bartending, growing weed. Who the hell knows? Uh, but moving to Montana and, you know, I've had several people ask me, dude, what about bears? Which aren't that big of a problem, but every once in a while, like in this story, <laughs> a Montana backcountry guide uh, has died after he's mauled by a large grizzly bear. They say that uh, probably defending a moose carcass uh, that was nearby and this is just one of those things man where dude walks in on the wrong at the wrong time wrong place wrong time a 400 pound bear later shot and killed after it charged wildlife workers that were investigating the attack uh you know it's you have to put the bear down that killed the guy but i don't know man i love the idea of being out there i love the idea of uh I don't know. I'm not saying I'll ever have a ranch, but if I was ever in the position to ha- to ride horses wherever I wanted in Montana, just ride horses uh, up around the mountains, that'd be fucking incredible. Uh, and if I just happened to get killed by a bear, then uh, that's just one of the hazards you got to live with living in Montana, man. You know, it's like in northern Michigan. Uh, there's really no terrible wildlife way to die in northern Michigan. Not many cougars or <laughs> black bears. Or... You understand what I'm saying. Uh, all right, this uh, was interesting <laughs> and just sort of funny because we like to make fun of T-Rex sometimes, right? Uh, T-Rex was a lot slower, surprisingly slow, according to a new study uh, by Dutch paleontologists. New calculations, uh, I mean probably going to get into this story and get into this story and talk about the math involved that I probably won't understand one single bit, but he would have covered just under three miles an hour. And you see the gif of it walking. That's essentially how slow it walked. Earlier estimates have not taken fully into account the role of the T-Rex's tail, which makes up more than half its length. According to the study, animals tend to prefer walking speeds at which for a given distance, energy cost is minimal. Same as like humans, you know, when you're walking down the sidewalk you don't walk very fast it's the same thing the research team calculated a step rhythm from a computer model of a tail based on an adult 12 meter long fossil at uh, i don't know man there's science details but look at this thing like honestly i know that everybody makes jokes about t-rex arms but it's never been funnier like watching this right at this moment i don't remember the t-rex on jurassic park (laughs) having that little uh shitty arms but man what a useless like 
<laughs> he could literally do nothing. Literally do nothing with those two front legs. Man. Anyway, uh, and it looks just dumb. It just looks like a dummy walking around. Dumb T-Rex. Sorry, kids, if you uh, T-Rex is your favorite dinosaur. I can't remember. I'm going to have to look this up real quick, fast, and in a hurry. I can't remember how much the Lord of the Rings uh, series that's going to be on Amazon Prime. Uh, I can't remember how much they paid for to get the rights to that. Uh, but I'm looking right now at the cost for just it uh, is one season for Amazon's The Lord of the Rings is $465 million. So let me see. Lord of the Rings. Okay, so that's what it was. They spent $250 million, Amazon, for the rights of uh, the Lord of the Rings series and spent $465 million for just one season. Uh, dude, that better be really good. <laughs> Can you imagine that being a total flop? It, I don't know. Is Peter Jackson involved in it? I don't want to take the time to produce it again. But I hate getting emotionally invested in something before it already happens. Like I'm already emotionally invested in this Lord of the Rings series because I'm so emotionally invested in the book and movie series uh, anyway. So the idea that I'm already going into this thing, expecting great things. I hate doing that. I always want to go into everything, not everything, but a lot of things going in. Oh, that's going to suck. And then being pleasantly surprised and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, the opposite of that is when you're expecting expecting it to be great and it turns to shit like the new Walking Dead series. <sighs> Not series, seasons. Latest seasons plus the new series. Fuck Walking Dead too. <laughs> I don't know how many people have been following the Fukushima thing out of Japan. Obviously, Fukushima was the uh, nuclear plant that was damaged due to the earthquake and tsunami in Japan. And uh, they've been trying to win support when I say they the man, whoever is in charge of this, which seems like a fucking terrible idea. They're going to dump contaminated, uh, radiological, right? Radiologically contaminated water from the Fukushima nuclear power plant into the sea. Uh, I don't know how, look, I don't know how any of this shit works, man. I, I just know it sounds like a bad idea, but I could be wrong. Uh, it'll contain tritium, a radioactive hydrogen isotope, Represented on a government website by a kid. And here's. <laughs> and like I said, they are trying to win support uh, for the public to uh, to dump this contaminated water out in the sea. So what they did is created a mascot, Little Mr. Tritium. Now, let's watch this. It's in Japanese, uh, but you'll get the idea probably. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, so let's watch this together. <laughs> Seems like a bad idea, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't understand that at all. But honestly, so that thing, this damn thing, is the mascot, right? Or is that Mr. Tritium, the person? I don't know, man. Whatever language, it seems like a terrible idea and one uh, they should probably decide against. I think they are still going to do it, though. I think they're going to go through with it. I could, uh, I could have read wrong, but uh, uh, they decided to dump the mascot idea, which was the whole point of this story. All right, and look at the time. Time for your 420 break. <laughs> Boys. Water bomb so small.
You don't realize how high you're getting till it's too late. I am fucked up out here. <laughs> you know, I'm not one to second guess somebody else's business decisions, but I just saw Joe Buck was going to guest host Jeopardy. And wow, you really tried to get worse than Aaron Rodgers, didn't you? Probably not worse than Aaron Rodgers. I saw a couple clips of when Aaron Rodgers hosted, and it was like I found out Chad Kroger took over for Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. Fucking ew. Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy. You went from easily the game show with the most class and integrity and turned it into the masked singer. Alex Trebek didn't act better than everybody else and ooze smarmy sales guy. Look at that stupid fucking face. He wants to sell you vacuum cleaners. And sorry, vacuum salespeople, but I sold rainbows for a week at a low point in my life, and I felt like a giant fucking scumbag. Enough about jobs that suck. Back to Aaron Rodgers and that fucking dickhead Joe Buck. Look, I'm an asshole. Can I fucking host Jeopardy too? And they're clearly in love, or at the very least, Joe Buck loves Aaron Rodgers. With the way that Joe Buck talks about him, they clearly have made out before. Ask him about the various shit Aaron Rodgers has done to the Lions, and he'll tell you all about how much he loves him. Do I admit that all of this stems from my hatred and jealousy as a Detroit Lions fan? Absolutely. That's what happens when all you've wanted your whole life was for the Lions to win a Super Bowl for your father before he dies. Now I'm at the age where, fuck my dad, what about me? On top of having the shittiest team maybe in sports history as the team you're born rooting for, you have to deal with a team and its shitty entitled fans, mind you, that is the luckiest fucking team of all time who just happened to land two all-time great quarterbacks back-to-back. That's all they are is lucky. Yeah, they won the first two Super Bowls too, but fuck them anyway. Do better, Jeopardy. Do us all a favor and just hire Jordy and we'll all feel better. Or why don't you just put Kanye on next and really just put the nail in it? That's your 420 break, and now you feel normal. All aboard that Aaron Rodgers hate train. That does it for the podcast. What the hell, everything. Uh, of course, check, catch, uh, subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, follow the Facebook pages, all that stuff. And if you're interested in being a Patreon, that link is on the description of the video. The crowdfunding uh, page, the GoFundMe page for uh, Smitty's five-year plan. And if you don't know what that is, catch that video too. And... Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody for checking out the What the Hell Everything podcast and catch Friday Night Facebook Live. Phone's available uh, on that Friday Night Facebook Live as well. Uh, Thanks, everybody. What the hell everything? What the hell everything?